0: What's up, stoners? Welcome back to another episode of That Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Blanche. And as always, I am so excited for today's episode. I mean, I am just like the luckiest girl, I must say. My guests thus far, mm-hmm. love them all. And I'm ready to add our next guest to the list. Today, we have Irish Hiron chatting with us. Irish, you generous bastard. Not only did he bring weed, but he brought Doritos to our session. I mean, he might be our baby butt tender, but he is a pro at life. He's really fun. He's a content creator. So he explains TikTok to me. The logistics, the the politics, the children and mansions making millions. What a fucking weird world we live in. Like the 21st century is I mean, we're only 20, 21 years into it. And it's like, what has happened? What is happening? Actually, let's not go down that rabbit hole. It is a beautiful day. It is sunny here. The weekend is upon us. Valentine's Day is this Sunday. I hope you, I hope you just have love in your life and that comes in many forms and the most important being self-love. So for this Valentine's Day, I hope you can experience self-love in its many forms. I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. Speaking of yums, we're going to be wrapping up season one pretty soon and getting ready to start season two. So I would love to know what likes and dislikes are so far. If you're not following the show, again, our Instagram is at podcast. Hit me up, DM me. I would love to know your, your yums and your yucks and, and just try to do better moving forward. Forward, taking it into consideration so yeah without further ado let's go into irish's story love you guys i told myself i could smoke oh. this blunt if i on. the by
1: Mike Tess, probando si, sí. probando si, sí. no, no, probando si.
0: Sí. <laughs> okay, so I'll start us off. Thank you so much for being here. First and foremost, I really appreciate it. You also brought snacks, which is really cool. Um, What do you want to smoke, actually, for, for this episode?
1: Oh, I got it right here. So uh, I'm learning. I'm learning from your podcast. I'm enjoying listening to it. And I was listening to Brie when you dropped her. And I went over to her page because I wasn't even following her. And I found, I just wanted to project something that she already said. If anyone, more people are listening in, which is the COVID safe selfies. Oh.
0: Yeah. A
1: perfect little micro doser and I got us gelato crunch.
0: Yeah me. I'm excited for that. Do you need a scissor? I do need a scissor. <laughs> we got that childproof, you know? Yeah. Well, as I grab a scissor for us, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? I know you're from San Diego. I would love to know what it was like growing up down there.
1: I got you. Uh, I loved San Diego. I'm up here in Los Angeles now because when I was 18, I wanted to be an actor uh, and I'm learning I fit different places now that I'm up here. But in San Diego, it was a lot of fun. That's where my family still lives and I get to go back every once in a while. It's a lot more slow motion in LA so if you if you're from New York and you think LA is slow-mo <laughs> definitely come to San Diego and see what's really good but it's a lot of fun down there and I my family's down there I miss them greatly but yeah that's where I learned how to skate it's not the first not, not where I was introduced to cannabis actually in San Diego uh my family was I mean I, I feel like you're familiar they were very uptight about it in fact they're like I can't even hear people call it pot no more because it's all negative connotations that's what my family called it but I did buy a lot of weed in San Diego like as I got older <laughs>
0: Well, first of all, San Diego's stunning. Awesome. Second of all, these are so cute.
1: Selfies, the little micro dosers, like two or three hits, depending on your lung capacity, I guess. And this one, after getting to try a couple of them, Gelato Crunch, my Whoa. favorite, it's infused.
0: And I'm seeing what you're saying now about the COVID friendly because we each get our individual joint. This is so awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So tell me about the first time you did uh, smoke weed.
1: So the first time I smoked weed was with my homie Garrett in my dorm, and I was listening to you talk about how late of bloomer you were, bro. I was. Oh wait, no. What's What's your junior year? How old are you your junior year
0: of college? Um, so like sixteen or seventeen?
1: <laughs> no, girl, of college.
0: Oh, of college. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> you're eighteen, like About twenty. So I was about your age. I said, like, because you said you were like twenty when you took your first bong hit. So I was twenty. He came over. We smoked out of a piece i had been high before. I'd taken edible before. My intro weed was a bagel bite edible. What? Yeah. How? Uh, I was at I was at a Christmas party. I knew like two of the people there, but it was a really tight group of friends, like eight of them. And so they were playing white elephant, mm-hmm. and one of them brought medicinal bagel bites.
0: Wow. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It
1: was it was nice, and I I got the last pull. I didn't know what they were. I was like, oh, I'll take yours. I didn't know they were like, I didn't hear anybody say they were edibles. And they were like, (laughs) they were like, fuck, dude, you got the, you got the edibles. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I took it later that week. It hit. It was not a bummer.
0: Were you alone the first time you ate it or you shared?
1: Uh, No, I shared. I shared with uh, my friend who invited me to the party and my girlfriend at the time.
0: So I remember the first time Nicole and I had pot brownies. It was her little sister and her best friend that had baked them. No idea, obviously dosage or anything like that. Um. We were probably around that same age of like 20, 21, and... That was also the night we watched Insidious. Wow. I remember Nicole danced with a dead ghost in the kitchen while we waited while she got our snacks. She came back down. <laughs> we literally, well, two of us couldn't make it up the stairs. She was the only one that like could actually get up and fetch like yummies. And then when we wondered why it was taking so long, it was because she had been dancing with a dead ghost nice. grandpa. Just like, so that was like my first experience oh, like with edibles. Yeah. <laughs> So like, how was it for you? Did you fall in love with cannabis at that point? um, Just wanted to keep exploring? Or were you like, holy shit, I'm not
1: gonna fuck with this. So it took so long for it to hit that I forgot I had taken it. Uh, It was like 45 minutes, but it was one of the nicest experiences I've ever had. I was like, because I'm I'm very tense. I'm like you. I'll like you know, no pasa nada. I just keep going no matter yeah. what. And that's actually something cannabis helped me with. I'm so, like, tight. I'm so I'm wound up so tight. And I, I'll n- literally never forget. I was folding up, like, laundry. And I was talking to her. And I completely lost track of what we were talking about at the time. Because I felt like my kneecaps had been injected with helium. I was floating, dude. <laughs> I was like... And I feel like we were talking about something serious. And I started floating. And then I was like, I, I could not... It was like three hours of crying, laughing. Oh, it was, I, yes. I had never been, I had, I could say it. I had never been more happy in my life. <laughs> I was so, I was so happy. I, I, it was one of the best, it was one of the best experiences ever. I woke up freezing cold the next day though. That was the worst part about it. And then now if I'm really, really high, I get really cold.
0: I've never heard that. I've heard people say a lot of different things about weed and what it does to them, but I've never heard someone say it makes them cold. Interesting. I wonder, maybe because your blood pressure drops? Could that be?
1: It is something, because I was like, what the fuck is this? And so I Googled it, and it's a thing. People feel cold when they get high, and fucking, I can't remember why. (laughs) But I looked it up, and I promise you it's a thing.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there are people out there that are like, yo, I get cold. Google it, bro. (laughs) So you talk about how that was the happiest you'd ever been. I know cannabis brings a lot of joy into my life. Would you say it does the same for you? Like, what do you get out of uh, incorporating cannabis into your lifestyle?
1: It's funny. I was talking to my mom. Uh, on the phone a little while ago, like I realized something with her. I was was like, I don't know what I'm feeling when I'm going through stuff at this point. I'm just kind of going through it. And then it'll take me like a month if I'm I'm not using cannabis to like figure out like, oh dude, that really bothered you earlier in the month and then I can address it and move on. And it's actually, it's it's weird because when I first started getting into cannabis, when I smoked it, uh, one of my friends who had smoked in high school was like, hey, make sure like you're in a right headspace to do this because it kind of enhances everything. So I would avoid it when I would feel bad just because I didn't want to feel worse. But what I notice after talking with my mom is when I smoke cannabis, I'm right in the present and I know exactly what I'm feeling. I'll be like, hey, dude, this is bothering you right now. You should text so-and-so and like tell them whatever, whatever. Uh, it just helps me kind of address stuff that sober me will push. I'm known to push off. You know what I mean? Like I would say that's the top way it helps me. But I'll usually just smoke at night to chill out or... I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of, t- I watch a lot of TV. So um, just smoke, smoke it to laugh harder at stuff.
0: <laughs> Same. I, I agree. I think it enhances everything. It sounds like maybe it helps you kind of put at bay those like defense mechanisms that we all have that like we need or needed to survive that have got us up to this point, which is just a really cool thing and it's just a random observation. But like that's awesome that you're able to process your emotions and and just life through cannabis. And I feel like because of the nature of cannabis, it also tends to be like a more compassionate lens. You're a content creator, you're in it, you're doing it. Walk me through a day, tell me what is that like? Yeah, I just wanna know, it's it's this brand new career. What's that been uh, like for you, especially here in LA?
1: It's been a huge learning curve. I'm, I'm always one who's like, I'll learn, I'll figure stuff out as I go along. And this, this is such, it's the wild west. It's like just untamed land. I mean, there's, there's better ways of going about it. Some ways are better than others. Uh, So like an example of that would be maybe you really value the quality of the content that you're going to create. So you're going to sacrifice quantity a little bit more. In that case, uh, you're going to hurt yourself because to be a content creator, you have to create content consistently, not just create it and hang on to it and be like, Oh, I'll I'll put it out later. You got to have something coming out every day. You got to be with the way like, TikTok set up with the way instagram set up that's the medium for these jobs it's uh i gotta tell you bro it's getting squeezed by capitalism and the way capitalism squeezes it all the time
0: really anytime
1: you throw capital at something it Mm. it can it can make it tough you remember vine back in 2015 fell apart because it got it got some capital a lot of the big creators who dominated the platforms lele pons uh curtis lapore all those guys suddenly they're the only people on your page. Vine's not fun anymore because they got the capital. They're making crazy content all the time. They get into an argument with the creators of Vine, say, you got to start paying us annually. They couldn't do it. Vine shut down.
0: So it's like, what? What is TikTok like? I have made two TikToks. Both have been taken down. What the fuck is up with TikTok? And then I also feel like I see cannabis influencers and they're posting, if not identical quote-unquote worse or violating uh content because they're like straight up smoking and like their stuff is fine i'm watching it there's no issue and yet like me making edibles and essentially you're just watching me bake some cupcakes like that's that's taken down because the word edibles is in it why does it seem like there's a bias already what is up with that do you feel that is this what is that what you're talking about Um,
1: i can get right into that for you actually because who's controlling the capital that's going into it it's these old white people. It's mm-hmm. people who who. It's so it's so annoying to like. You have to if you want to be like that cannabis creator. You have to fit into this this like pocket of like oh I took an edible and now like like now you've like lost your mind instead of like oh, <laughs> I it's my first day off in five days like like a nor- like I don't know I feel like a normal person if yeah. I take an edible I've worked five days and I'm like fucking wired out yeah. and I have two days off I have too much momentum on going so I take an edible and I can man, I can relax. And then I can focus on other stuff. But if you're not doing like classic, like stoner shit, they have a hand in it. They'll say like, Nope, that doesn't work.
0: Well, it's interesting that you say that because it's like, uh, and now I'm thinking also, maybe because my videos weren't a challenge, didn't have a certain song, didn't have these certain hashtags, like yada, 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 where it's like, I'm not participating in what they want or what they deem good enough, my shit gets pulled because it's like no one follows me. No one cares. My stuff should be able to live up there freely without TikTok thinking that I'm influencing or violating any rules. But like the people who have the most followers don't seem to have those repercussions.
1: Can I ask really quick? What did you see? What were they doing? Do you remember? in the cigarette they were smoking—like what they were doing? Oh,
0: uh, let's look her up.
1: Yeah, look her up.
0: Let's see what she's up to.
1: I want to see. You got to play the game. <laughs> it's, it's everything you just said. You got to play that game. You can, you, 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 you can be niche to a degree, but you got to play their game. You got to. If If I Love You, Baby by Surf Mesa—that sound is trending. Throw your shit up in that. If people are, if if it's a dance that's trending, although that's kind of right. phasing out a little bit because that's getting dominated by. These, like, children living in mansions now. Yeah. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Literally. Mansions in the hills. It's these l- literal babies.
0: Okay. Here. Here we go. Let me see. Here she is. Okay. Taking a hit after every small task, task I do. do. Okay. And that's her blowing out smoke. So clearly she's smoking. tree trees. Yeah. She dominates on Instagram. I've met her briefly once a person. Super sweet girl. Has... Mm 75,000 followers and Mm -hmm. you know is constantly talking about weed and it doesn't seem like there's an issue
1: it's it's bull though because it's there's a there's like there's no real standard for it so like her content is is growing is flourishing and all that and yours got flagged it's really that that makes it harder for you to get to create content like that if they're going to keep flagging your videos because you have to post so many times a day Actually, it's frustrating about TikTok because <laughs> it's a numbers game. So what I was saying about quality over quantity, it's a lot of sacrificing a lot of quality for quantity cuz it's it's like gambling pretty much.
0: How do you navigate that? Like how do you determine how much quantity versus quality? Where do I sacrifice? Where do I like, you know, hold out?
1: Yeah, it it's a definite negotiation that I got to make with myself because I only want to put out Puro calidad, bro. Like, I want, I want, I I only want the best of the best out there. But sometimes it's just, it's not about getting caught up in the gambling. So instead of just creating something just to create something, I'll let something inspire me first. Something that I think is funny, something that I think I want to spend some time with. And then I'll spend that time with it. And then when it's done, whether it's good or not, just get it out there. And if it looks embarrassing, it looks embarrassing. It's just about finding this annoying ass balance of (laughs) like giving up. How much of your quality for the quantity of the stuff that you wanna make? You know Charlie D'Amelio? Yes. Bro.
0: I don't understand that at I don't get all. It either. I I don't know. It just baffles me that I guess she was what everybody became obsessed with and the little hip sway and like kids are into it and it's like kids are spending hours recreating these things for likes and that outside validation. Whereas like when we were kids we were creating dances just our grandparents and each other and fun and imagination and like there didn't have to be this like oh it's almost like Pavlov's dogs like there didn't have to be like um a reward at the end of it we just did it because we enjoyed it and we were kids and maybe that's what they're doing but I also feel like a lot of them really do want they aspire to this new age uh career choice path life path. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's
1: it's no it's, it's tough. Like like you said when we created, we created for fun. Yeah. It was and it was like purely for fun. And I think the most frustrating part about it is that kids are now kind of seen as like a consumer pretty much. Like if we made a dance it was just for it, like you said for our family it's because we thought it looked silly. Yeah. And right and now it's like kids they're doing it for like exorbitant amounts of money and shit. <laughs> but they they have all these following because little kids mm-hmm are seen as like eyeballs and so that we're targeting like yeah. stuff towards them. With Charlie D'Amelio she just did the same dance over and over and over <laughs> again. And we're not even playing. That's yeah, how she I know. did it. Until she hit like a million. And then now she just I don't know. It's strange. They're young kids mm-hmm. so they they can obsess about it.
0: I feel like my brain has, like, just wrapped itself around the concept of, like, a YouTuber, an Instagram influencer, and now I have to get on board and know who the TikTok people are? I can't be bothered. <laughs> Either cross over to Instagram or don't. Although, I will say I do prefer TikToks visually and, like, yeah. and the mechanisms of making that versus, like, the reels on Instagram. I, I don't enjoy that. I mean, how do you come up with stuff? Do you just get hella high and, like make notes or like how does comedy work
1: you you nailed it <laughs> all my ideas come when i'm high i'll be i'll be like what am i doing that or just inspiration from like a show i'm watching or a song i'm listening to if it's a song it'll just be a specific part that i'm like fuck i'm feeling that what's kind of nice about like you said the tiktok visuals you don't always need a story mm-hmm. i found you just need a vibe mm-hmm. like if, if you just throw a cool vibe up for like 15 seconds people want to why they, vibe, fuck, they, with they fuck with it exactly mm-hmm. It's funny what you said about reels because last year I was working for a large media company. They they just had all the content creators on, and I was there when they were like inventing it, pretty much. Oh
0: shit! Sure. Yeah,
1: and um, essentially where the struggle is that TikTok did really well is the algorithm. It's like that. Have you ever heard of that experiment that they did with the birds? It's the same thing with humans and gambling. No. They have uh three different birds and they would feed them when they tapped on a bell. And so if he tapped on it once and they fed him, they would train the bird to, every time you tap on this bell, you're going to get some food. And then they had one that he tapped on the bell, nothing happened. He never fucked with the bell anymore. But then the middle guy is like where, where they found with gambling with humans is sometimes they would give him food and other times they wouldn't. So, What they found with that bird is he was like smashing the bell and he would sit there smashing, 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 and eventually food would come out and he'd be like, oh, okay, I got to smash it. It's the same thing with humans sitting in that slot machines. It's random. There's no, there's no method to it. And so you get addicted to it. That's what TikTok does. TikTok, like randomly, one of your, if you make enough of them, that's why they call it a numbers game. Eventually one of them's going to pop off. You notice with some creators, one of the problems they have is after one of them pops off, Mm -hmm. if they try to make more they struggle and struggle and struggle and that's cuz for new creators they're they're creating that bell sensation. You don't know when you're going to hit one, but as long as you keep creating on their on their channel, you're going to get addicted to it, especially if you're like a content creator.
0: It's so funny that you say that cuz it's like, yeah, once something pops off and they hit, I feel like after that, they just try to recreate the formula of that video that was a success and it's like, sure, some of them are still funny. Few people nail that like consistency of like oh i always enjoy this but you do get to a point where then you're like okay well now i'm bored of this like what else can you do wow it really is a numbers game Mm -hmm. it's like an entirely new mind fuck honestly it is have you gone into posting cannabis in your reels on Instagram? And like, what has that been like for you? Because I know you also do. I know I you like you've it. done stuff where Some live streams, live streams yeah. and you're like playing video games. I'm assuming you're smoking or mm-hmm. have smoked beforehand. Yeah. So is there. Um, yeah. Have you been trying to like put a little more weed into your story or are you like not even really about that?
1: Yeah, I actually got to partake in a video towards the end of my time at my media corporation that I Mm. worked for. And it's so funny because the whole time I was there, I would pitch like, hey, I want to do a video where we see how I play high versus sober. Let's see what that looks like. Like Mm. I had to create ideas for content for us to make. And I was like, that would, I feel like I would watch that video. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of people that would watch that video and it would get shut down. They would be like, nah, we can't, we can't have you doing that. And so it felt like for the longest time, When I was there, I was like, you can't put it up there, I guess, because that's not where the money's at. And then, right at the end, they were like, really, they sat me down like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, once they, it's like, once the idea is once you get associated with cannabis on your content, it's like you've crossed a line or Mm -hmm. some shit, but they, they, they were like, you don't have to do this. If you don't want to, it's cool. But we're doing a video where you, Gen X, a baby boomer and a millennial are all going to get high. And I was like. Fuck yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And it, I, I was like, I, I I, did it. I haven't found it yet. I don't know if they've posted it. Oh. But we were doing, it was select. Select nano gummies. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be fast acting cannabis. Yeah. So I didn't give a fuck because it was it was like pretty much just an ad. But I was like, I get to get high on camera in front of people with all these different people from all these different generations. And we just got to talk about it. It was it? It was, it, well, it was tough because it was remote. So the baby boomer was having some tough times with the... Uh, <laughs> The like electronics and shit, and then we got high, and then she lost her sound, and we put, we couldn't get that shit back, bro. But it was cool. It was it was so much fun. It was so much fun to like to talk to a Gen Xer. He's high because I'm like, bro, that's like my dad's generation. I've never got yeah. to see my dad high. It's like my grandma's generation and me. I'm I was like I was putting on, and I've been really excited. I, I put it for bro. <laughs> I got so excited. Um, yeah, I've been looking to to post more about it because, like I said, I'm 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 sick of seeing like like i had to, i did one where it's like oh i took an edible and got too high and i was like that's stupid that's that's a, that's uh, that's so that's so played out if
0: you ever want to do what is it a mukbang or a mukbang have you heard of those it's where you eat an immense amount of food just on camera and like talk about stuff <laughs> i've never heard you've of those never, I've never i think it. it's called a muk. Forgive um, me, muck a mukbang okay. <laughs> or mukbang. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's
0: like I vaguely know about this stuff, but I have seen some. But yeah, you, we would just order a shit ton of food and we could get really high. And then I would participate in that kind of content. I would if... <laughs> <participate in that. laughs> so you've been bud tending now, also at Kalma. Shout out to Kalma. Great team, great team. Oh, yeah. How has that been for you? You actually you started bud tending. At the beginning of COVID, so your entire career has been COVID esque. Yeah,
1: I'm the I'm the COVID bud tender. Yeah, that's great because I, I I came up with it. It's been at a time when it's easy to have an excuse to not be helpful in the mm-hmm. pandemic. Everybody's very understanding of it. I, I guess the point I'm making is that everyone's been super helpful, more so than I've ever like outside of the pandemic. It's expected that you're like open uh, with people. And like, like, oh, yeah, we have like transactions going on. And I felt like I was locked out a lot. I was locked out of a lot of like transactions. I didn't feel like I got to like I was doing stuff, but I didn't feel like I was doing as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And so I was like, well, if I wasn't getting nothing then, I'm not going to get nothing now. And here we are in the pandemic and I'm learning the most in an industry than I ever have. I've worked in the restaurant industry before. I know more about cannabis now than I did Mm -hmm. in a restaurant. And it's because I've had such a great family over at Coma with Danny being a literal encyclopedia and also so fucking good at dealing with the most annoying people Poor yeah girl, yeah she's it's 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 frustrating how good she is at it because it means she's been dealing with it a lot but she's so she's so talented like i don't know how she does it her america uh aaron from alien labs like all these people i've met and it's is it is what it always has been just mm-hmm. one of the most open like communities of helpful people of people who want to who want like wanna be with each other. From the jump I was really scared because she brought me on as delivery. And so I was like, I don't know how to bud tend. I don't want you to think like I just didn't I didn't want to let nobody down, essentially. But she was like, that's okay. We're good like we're gonna do training. And Jack too. Jack was there too. He was the one who was like, I want to get you on the floor as well as delivery. And I was like, all right. And we've got like Slack channels and stuff. They've given us samples and shit that we get to take home so I can talk about the product. It's actually changed the way I've smoked. Uh, I start to get really more intentional with the shit that I'm getting.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm having a tough time because I don't know what it was like bud tending before. Mm. This is the only bud tending I know. Can you like lay out for me what training was like for you? Yeah. And I can tell you if anything was like maybe different.
0: For us, training was a half day at the shop behind the counter with Danielle and running through all the products and then eventually like taking some patients of your own while they you know, monitored. We used to still do paper receipts at that time. Mm-hmm. It was just super old school, and it was really like learn as you go. Whereas now, my understanding is, I know Danny has created basically a handbook for you guys when you come on, and and now you have materials to go over. Back in the day, we had um like this cannabis encyclopedia, and we had like books and and literature about it. But it was because really mostly, I would say, because of Danny and Mike, because they wanted to know more of the medical side. And we would see a lot of like older patients. And so there was always stuff in the back. But yeah, you just had to take it upon yourself, I guess, to really like learn and put in the work, whereas now it seems like companies really want for their bed tenders to hit the ground running like knowledgeable, informed, comfortable with the products, which is great. There's more effort, I guess, behind it.
1: Yeah. Okay, that makes you feel a little bit better because I felt like I was like I jumped in with the pandemic. I got some like fast track, but it is definitely learn as you go. And Danny is the ultimate for that. She's constantly sharing with us articles. Mm -hmm. If you, if you like, I follow her on Instagram, Mm -hmm. any of the things she's sharing, she's like, look at this right here. I go, I, I'm like, well, it's coming from the source. Like even when she comes into work, she's drinking coffee. She knows what she's drinking. She knows what's in it. She knows what she's eating. She's like, she's like a doc- She's a doctor, bro. Straight up.
0: She's so funny. She's also a creature of habit. What you mean? <laughs> so I don't think there was ever a morning in which uh, she didn't come in with her. I think it's Phil's. It's Phil's. <laughs> with her Phil's coffee, her blunt. So I would walk from my house in West Hollywood to the Green Easy for like the first two years that I worked there and so she would always find me at some point down Oakwood yeah. and like scoot me and I'd hop in and she'd have her coffee and the blunt and that was just like the start to our day for a super long time so it's funny to hear like now you are experiencing this and it's awesome because she is amazing at what she does she really is we we need more and more people like that out there educating and, and that's really cool you sound like um you sound like you're handling it fine and like you're really adapting to it and and just like diving into it
1: yeah it's it's uh diving in i find that the best the best way for me to learn about the strains right now is just taking it itself i feel like i'm lacking in some parts because like at least for concentrates i've only ever taken them out of pen so i've only hit hit the wax from a pen i've never used a dab rig so i feel i feel like i'm not coming up as a full, complete bud tender quite yet because, you know, I don't have the experience of, like, you know, hitting wax and shit.
0: Well, I think in that case, the hope would be that those brands, those concentrate brands would set up bud tending trainings for you guys and bring samples and bring things that you can try or if at the very least information because it's like not everyone likes to do everything and like even as a bud tender it's not that I don't dab but like I never go into a shop like looking for extracts it's just not on my radar and it wasn't when I was bud tending either occasionally sure a joint drenched in you know <laughs> some kind of wax and then covered in kief, yeah absolutely but yes yeah, so so I, I feel like in that case it's less on you and it is more on the brands to show up for the bud tenders that you know don't necessarily like. There are people that don't like edibles. There are people that don't smoke sativas. America does not smoke a sativa. Will never like. She
1: doesn't smoke gelatos.
0: She doesn't smoke gelato. I
1: talked to her about it. I, I was uh,
0: America. <laughs> how dare you but people are you know people are particular and she's like that for her own ways but like yeah i think that comes down to the companies honestly what have been some of your favorite moments so far at the shop
1: it actually happened this week 22 og has out a strain right now oh my goodness so delicious is out right now it's nice and it smokes very cushy and it's, it's like, it's just a really good feeling. And a man came in one time and I worked with him and he was just like, what are you smoking on right now? And that's my favorite one. Cause I'm just like, I like this. I like this. I like this right here. And I showed him the so delicious. And I was like, this one's awesome. I uh, It's, it's a lot of fun. It's really relaxing. It's like a big mood boost, dude. He comes in like four days later and he sees me and he goes, Hey, you, what, what was that one you recommended me? And I was like, Oh, so delicious. And he was like, dude, I've tried smoking all this different stuff. And I, I just noticed sometimes like And I've had this before, too, where like if you smoke for the first like 45 minutes, it's just really tense, really tight. You don't have no thoughts. And I was like, bro, I've had that before. I know what you're talking about. But he said when he smoked on this one and then he pulled out his phone, he was like, Look how much happier. Look how much happier I look right here. And I was like, "Yeah, dude, that looks awesome." He's like, "Look, from this point before, I wasn't posting anything, any selfies. Look at this. I didn't post no selfies. Now I started smoking this. Look how much I'm look how much I'm posting like, look how good I look." And I was like, wow. "You look great, bro." Yeah. And but he, he was like he was like cuz he likes smoking and he was having trouble finding something that he liked. Cool. It just felt good. It just it was that was probably one of my favorite moments. Like there's this connection I had with him.
0: You do really connect with your patients. If you're around, I guess, long enough and people continue coming to Kama, which I'm sure they will because it's beautiful and the selection and the prices. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know how we're doing
0: it. I don't know how you're doing it either, but I appreciate it. But like literally you have your regulars and like we would have flower come in and we'd be like, oh, so-and-so is going to love this. You know, just because you develop that so that it is really special and, and weed is such like a communal thing. So it's nice when, when you guys vibe out. Has there been anything like, absolutely crazy that someone has said to
1: you there's a couple crazy things i've heard but one of my favorite ones was this guy came in and he was like i need strong edibles give me the strongest shit you have and i was like all right bro do you want a soft gel because i think the soft gels had they they carry more usually than the edibles and he's like no i want to he was like very specific he needed it to be a gummy and he wanted it to be really strong and i said well of our selection we have, why don't you try out like some of these live resin ones? Like take a couple of them. It should be, well, it should be a better taste and it should hit you a little bit harder too. And so he got two of them and he, <laughs> this is so dumb. And he comes in the next day and he was like really upset. And he was like, dog, those are the weakest things I ever had. And I was like, what, bro? Are you serious? And then he showed me, he had it and he opened it. He, he He had eaten all of one and like half of another one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro. Then maybe you should just take a tolerance break because it seems like like if one and a half of these things didn't do nothing for you, like <laughs> you probably just you got to reset, you know? And he, he was like really upset and he's like, I'm just going to get two more. And so he got two more and goes to stand in line. And I noticed his shorts are on backwards. He was wearing the same shirt from the day before. I was like, is he just is he super high? <laughs> Is that what's going on right now? And then I looked at him because he was super energetic the day before. And today, that day he was super subdued. And I was watching. And I was like, oh, dude, he's high as fuck right now. And he doesn't even know he's high as fuck. And he's like walking around. And then he set him down. And then he just walked out and didn't get any more. Oh, and I think yeah. in that moment he realized how high he was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Those live resin ones. Uh, was it the Kiva, the Lost yes, Farms? No. Those are really good. I took two, and I was like, okay, okay, Hello. yeah, I'm feeling this. Like you said, the taste, it, I, it's amazing. That's probably going to be, like, where everyone's heading towards. I feel like with edibles, it's, like, more of a live resin approach. Has there been any moment um, for you thus far where you've realized like I am administering like a medicine to someone like this is more than you know someone that just wants to get high but that more medical um side of tending.
1: oh sure there's a guy named Russ who comes in and it was my first time working with him and I work with him like every time he comes in I I, we talk Mm -hmm. and so he was saying he was looking for I was he was like yeah I have uh I have ADHD pretty bad and I'm looking for something that's like kind of energy and, uh, you know, some better focus. And I was like, Oh, okay. And you know, props to brands who give us something to try, tried it. And it was, I knew for a fact that high frequency from vibration was like Adderall a little bit. Like I'm, I'm, I have energy, I have focus and even a little bit of creativity for me. But I said, try this one out. And he had come back a couple of days later and he was like, that was, that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, that like, The fact that he wanted to get more, I was like, that's true. This is, this is more than just like, yo, dog was the highest THC. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's its own thing. But I feel like that's mostly who I'm dealing with. So like Mm -hmm. I could, I could maybe name on a hand when I've got to deal with someone like Russ as opposed to someone who's like a hype beast.
0: Yeah. That whole culture is fascinating too. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm, I enjoy all of it. Exactly. I enjoy watching the cannabis industry grow in so many different ways and like, I don't know. That's what it's about. It's about being inclusive. So you're yeah. going to get you're going to get a little bit of everyone. But that's cool that like you having it and like being able to then recommend something based off of your experience. It um I think that really validates things for them when you can connect with them on something like a shared pain or a yeah. shared um, condition or a share. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just kind of breaks the ice because it's like before that you know maybe i am still just this stranger selling you weed and then it kind of turns into oh this is bianca this is irish this is x y and z you know i think it humanizes everyone when you have that like immediate um connection well is there anything you would like to say in particular about communism <laughs> i know <laughs> oh, dude. i know that yeah. was something we had talked about previously yeah. <laughs> um i'm i'm yeah i'm curious to hear your thoughts and and yeah just curious to hear your thoughts (laughs) my
1: fault yeah no i was trying to squeeze it in a little bit like here and there when i was talking about tiktok and who's got the capital on this stuff but Mm -hmm. um it's it's really if anything we've learned from these last four years uh it's kind of the only way to go we can keep moving forward with like pushing a little bit further to the left but even in the complaints, I know you were hearing, or you and Danny were having in your first episode when you were talking about like how different the industry is from when y'all were there. And I've noticed it too, because actually when I was when I was listening to your episode, you were like pretty much bud tending at the time when I when I actually got to enjoy cannabis the most oh, because I had finally moved to LA and I didn't really need to hide; I could just do it.
0: So as a patient, as you I was, I was here as a it. I did, yeah, yeah. Talk about
1: it, yeah. I was a patient like way back then, and it was. Just people I would go see off the 110. I would go up like, you know, South Central a little bit. And it was such a different thing. Because when you were describing it, I was like, I remember that. You would walk in, they'd have it in the medicinal jars. And they'd be like, yo, this is it right here. And it just didn't feel like it feels like now it's kind of hit or miss on what I can what I can smoke because sometimes stuff won't be as good. It felt like back then they were batting at a thousand. I always got something. Anything I smoked, it was going to be good. And now it's like I got to play around and find something that. I'm gonna enjoy, and it's because, it's because of the capitalist mode of production. Mm. That's what's doing it. It's oh, what works really well. THC percentages. Throw everything at THC. It's like trying to go viral on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I went viral because I I had my thing with my dog. Let me make four more videos like that. Yeah. When you're trying to create the most and the biggest and the best, and everybody's competing with each other, high THC percentages. That work. Throw as much as you can at that, yeah. and then stuff starts becoming so specific that like it's it's it peaks. It's it's gotten this like extreme surge of like money right now mm. and it's exactly like y'all were talking about who has the money in california is rich or white people who aren't necessarily in the communities where people are buying it they don't really care like they used to mm. back then the best way to move forward is to hopefully meet enough people in this cannabis industry you and everyone like that and eventually make worker co-ops
0: what is that
1: a worker co-op is when it's not an owner of the th- of the of the place. Because even like, like, I keep going, back. I love that episode with uh-huh. you and Danny. Even in that episode, y'all were completely, it's the same thing every time. The owners don't like them quite as much, but the managers, some of the best managers you've ever had. Oh, yeah. Working in different industries, bro, I've, I've never had managers like America and Danny that I've liked uh-huh. more or yeah. feel as respected. I feel like they, you know what I mean? So it already feel, it feels like that, but there's just somebody who owns it all and it's yeah. controlling everything. A worker co-op, everybody owns it. Everybody who works there owns a piece of it.
0: Oh. I just had a hard kombucha called All Kind and on the can it said 100% employee owned and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Mhm. Okay. I thing. I'm, I'm, I dig that.
1: It's it's worker owned. It's the, it's it's getting out of the exploitative nature Mm -hmm. that is capitalism one person on top owns everything and juices everybody else out that's on the bottom now it already feels like that when i'm there with america and danny i feel like i'm a part of it
0: think about how much more pride i a person would take in their job within a company knowing that they have something at stake that they are a part of this that's amazing also very proud of you ladies listen to that like shout out to you america danny i know you're listening i love you guys that's, that would be really dope and that I feel like plays into the nature of cannabis so well and like other plant medicines and psychedelics and things like that
1: absolutely i I've, i started googling it because it's tough when like they gotta ask me like how can we make this place better uh and there's they're, they're doing everything the best there's no way they can make it better but it can still be better and it's 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 because of the it's because of the dynamics that we have and mm-hmm. so i googled it and I was trying to find some cannabis uh co-ops but I don't i I don't think I found any that were I think there's one in downtown, maybe in general, this that's that's called dual power because there's more we're in a stage right now where there's more workers than there are owners and the owners own more than anyone really ever has. So it's it's very clear that there's like a, a, a break between the, you know, super rich and super poor. But so if all of the workers can be together, like how it feels like when I'm working, we can we can break away from the old way of of the way we've always been doing it that just hasn't been working out yeah but no that's it worker co-ops
0: that's fascinating i'm excited for that maybe we'll just all do it together people from calma green easy cafe we'll just all get together and do it it's it's
1: funny (laughs) i said in the beginning of the episode i moved to la because at 18 i was like i want to be in that industry Mm. this is the industry i want to be in now Mm. i still want to do my acting and shit Mm. but which just feels like home for me. Yeah. And, I, and I, I love everybody I've met and shit. And like, even my dad's like, if you ever open a spot, like bring it down to San Diego. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's hashtag goals. Okay. So let's move into my next segment, which is the re-up. So you're going to give us some of your favorite moments and products relating to cannabis. My cat just jumped off the bed. And basically stuff you wouldn't mind re-upping on. So your favorite word for cannabis.
1: My favorite word for cannabis. Uh Oh, shit. I'm supposed to do this quick, huh? uh weed
0: got it (laughs) (laughs) what about your favorite stoner movie
1: Mmm, it's 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 uh up in smoke yeah yeah Yeah, the original
0: your favorite music to listen to when you get high
1: uh dom kennedy so rap or or the doors
0: and so what are some products that you're really digging right now in the cannabis market
1: the ones that i brought you the micro dose selfies those are the that's i think that's so dope to microdose, how much you're smoking? I love, I love that that the joint roller thing. <laughs> that thing's sick. Really easy to use. Mm. Um, um, uh, my mind went blank on you, girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Flower. Flower.
1: Yeah, Malibu Gold. Please okay. keep doing what you're doing. Malibu-, Malibu
0: Gold is. Are they the growers, or that's the grower company? That's
1: actually what I got you.
0: What? Wow. Yeah. That packaging. No, this isn't for me. Yeah, it is. Are you serious? Yeah, for
1: congratulations for your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Did. But. <laughs>
0: So sweet. So it's an eighth of Malibu Gold. The bo- the packaging is beautiful. Fuck, it's like packaging is packaging. really cute. Damn, damn, dude. It really open. is. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I'll do. Should I do an unboxing on? Do
1: it. Yeah, do the unboxing.
0: Okay, perfect. I have my scissors right here. Gorgeous gold. Julius Caesar. It's. <gasps> How did you know I love Indica?
1: Because uh, uh, when I came over, you were smoking wedding cake, and so I was. like, <laughs> oh, I That's what I'm
0: looking Oh my god, you're yeah. the best. Yeah. Oh, tw- okay, twenty eight percent THC, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Definitely high. Definitely, I feel like that's almost. <laughs> I feel like that's almost like now has to be the new be, standard. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not eighteen to twenty four no more. I almost feel.
0: Bro, yeah. this looks okay. This looks like I just pulled out a cosmetic, like a like, perfume like, like a perfume or a gorgeous like face cream. If you could picture like a high-end beauty brand, it's a glass jar, gold top, Julius Caesar, super minimal, Malibu gold, fucking a. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so sweet. Wow, guys, I am
1: spoiled.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. But no,
1: I guess that would be some packaging. Yo. Yo,
0: it smells like. Oh my God, what is that? (laughs) It's almost something familiar. It's sweet. I don't know if it's like a candy or if it's more of like a baked good situation. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's a San Fernando OG.
0: Ooh. And it's
1: crossed with I wanna say ill OG. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, they are not playing. Okay, Malibu Gold, man. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. I I love you guys come through with like the newest stuff because it's I'm I haven't been bud tending and I'm so out of it like i'm out of the the no i'm not in yeah. the no i'm out of the loop yeah. so thank you no, so you're, much because
1: you're, you're still with us
0: yeah faux bartender, <laughs> just holding on for exactly. dear life yeah. but trying to work from home yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you
1: yeah.
0: um okay so i do want to know if heaven exists no 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 okay we're gonna do two more
1: okay two more do as many as you want
0: if heaven exists what strain oh no i decided i'm gonna change the verbiage on that when you get to heaven because we're being positive and we're manifesting mm-hmm. when you get to heaven what strain will be on your top shelf
1: because i get to have it all the time because my answer I'm, i i cringe a little bit about my answer but it's really that good it's a uh, platinum lemon cherry gelato
0: the one that everyone talks about yeah
1: that's the one that has people uh blowing our phones up yeah. at 10 in the, like the second we open people do door door buster door buster
0: door buster
1: <laughs> <laughs> a straight up straight up door buster yeah. and it's it really is cause I I was frustrated because we had just we had just gotten it and I was like everybody well, shut the fuck up about this thing yeah. and so I got it myself and I was like goddamn <laughs> it, it is that good it it, it is that good uh,
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. I got another one for you. Marry, fuck, kill. Flower, concentrate, or edible?
1: I am marrying flower because it's with me all the time. And I get to be with it. makes me better. And I try and make it better. A <laughs> fuck the edible. It's just not a dosing. It's... The transact it's it's quick it's a quick transaction I've taken the edible and I'm gonna get high it's not it's not necessarily something that I get to spend time with as much unless you bake them I don't bake them though yeah <laughs> um, and I'm killing concentrates I hadn't thought I, I I really didn't think this through I'm wishing I hadn't killed concentrates that's that's wait. I jumped into it so fast. Oh no. No, because concentrates, we were literally just talking about how (laughs) that's probably where edibles are going (laughs) instead of just using straight up concentrates in it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. But, but the delivery would still be through an edible rather than you dabbing. So you could still enjoy it through the edible. So there's a
1: loophole. You got me. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. No problem. (laughs) Okay. So our last segment is call your plug. That is going to be your opportunity to plug anything that you want the listeners to know or to follow you.
1: All right, y'all. Look for me. Irish Giron, G-I-R-O-N. That's my first and last name everywhere. I'm that on Instagram, Twitter. On Twitch, I'm the homie Irish. Come through. I'm collabing a lot with a cannabis creator named Weed Teasy. The homie Weed Teasy. He's the shit. Um, It's a lot of GTA. If you're ever wondering what a smoke session is like, he probably gives the chillest ones. Uh, look for me in Alexi Garcia's music video. We could get it. We're out in East Los, putting it on for La Raza, bro. Yeah. For real, for real. If you if you're listening to Mountain Dew commercials, holler at me. I, mean, yeah. I do Mountain a little, view? yeah. I do a little VO, yeah.
0: Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. That is fucking huge. Any last words for our listeners before we head out?
1: Yeah. Lead with love.
0: Beautiful. Rainbow.
1: Yeah. Well Always lead with love. Always be understanding.
0: That's the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Bud Tender podcast. Follow me at The Stone Journalist. Follow the show at That Bud Tender podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and keep getting high, my babies.